I tried something different with this episode and my experiment ended up biting in the butt. It was like pulling teeth. I haven't fallen flat on my face like this in a long time. There are times when we try something new, we experiment and we walk towards the unknown. And these moments when we don't know what is to come is when we are most vulnerable. This podcast episode is about trying vulnerability and failing proudly. I hope you like it. Welcome to Unbox. I'm your host Ratik. You're probably wondering what the epigraph at the top of the episode means. Well, for this month's episode, I tried something different. Uh, let's just say I tried to fix something that wasn't broken. I recently received a new microphone as a gift from a few friends of the show, and I was excited to include the new equipment into my process. I did so with the guest for the month and everything went super smoothly. till i got to the edit for the episode and found out that the new microphone had malfunctioned for portions of the recording there was this awfully loud white noise under the actual spoken words which was very difficult to take out and as a result a couple of portions of this episode towards the end might not sound that great and for that i apologize that said let's get on to talking about the guest for this month's episode This month we have Megha on as a guest. Megha is a recent architecture graduate from Shushan School of Art and Architecture. In the episode that follows, Megha and I speak about her experience studying architecture and how it's strangely a really difficult field to thrive in. We also talk about Megha's visit to Japan as part of her college experience. In the section, you'll get to hear loads about how Japan approaches building public spaces. and what the role of architecture is in the way citizens experience the place that they live in to end the discussion i asked mega where she's heading next 
to which I receive a rather interesting but not surprising answer. Now, without spending any more time on this huge intro, let's just dive straight into my conversation with Mega. Enjoy. Hi, Mega. Welcome to Unbox. Uh, thank you so much for coming over and doing this. Um, how are you doing? Hi, Ratik. I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Just just trying to balance this side project with just work and life. Um, but <laughs> but I'm excited to like talk to you about what we have planned for excited today. Excited to be here. So I think for starters, let's just uh, begin with like a quick introduction of you. Just can just be like two lines. Um, just just tell the listeners. Um, what are you up to? What have you done? That sort of stuff. Right. So uh, I'm Megha. So I've just completed my architecture degree. It was a five-year-long degree, and now I'm kind of at a point where I'm trying to figure out what where I'm gonna no- go next. Oh, five. Yeah. So <laughs> this is interesting. I was having a word with a friend of mine recently. She's like she just finished her law degree, which is also a five-year course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, these degrees are like so long. Um, <laughs> so. I can't even imagine somebody being in college for five years because you you change fundamentally as yes. a person uh, yeah. in like the five years. So yeah, and all the friends I've had, they've gone to DU. They had three year degrees. So some of them by now, like by, by the time I've been done with my undergrad degree, they're done with their masters, and I just I'm just left feeling left behind and sad. yeah, it, it must be like a really strange feeling because uh, if from somebody who did like a three year degree. Yeah. I've been I've left college behind mm-hmm. two years back and <laughs> you like Thank I've you. always <laughs> heard of you being still in college and like yep. uh, it being like a really long course but yeah I mean congratulations you're, Thank you're you. done Thank you I'm it. finally done yes. Yeah so that is something that's cool. Um, right. So I just want to start off with just uh, talking about architecture in general and uh, kind of decipher why and how you ended up in architecture. Um, and yeah, so I guess I want to start with uh, school. Yeah. Maybe we can quickly talk about uh, 11th and 12th and uh, how, what was your headspace back then? What right. subjects did you have? That sort of thing. So in 11th and 12th, like, so in 11th, I chose PCM as my stream. I actually initially took computer science. And then one, like when time, as time went on, I realized it wasn't really maybe for me or maybe I didn't enjoy how it was being taught in school. So I switched over to fine arts. Okay. So at that time, I did not know what I wanted to do. I had absolutely no clue. I thought I might be a creative person. So maybe I wanted to pursue something like that. But at the same time, I really did enjoy science. I enjoyed everything about it. I appreciated it very much. So I ended up going uh, to a career counselor. So, yeah, so that meeting was actually really interesting because this career counselor seemed to be able to tell my personality through my body language and my handwriting and whatnot. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, he suggested that I do seem like a creative person. He suggested I could look into fine arts, graphic designing, product designing. Right, right. And then suggested architecture. But then he seemed to tell, like, he seemed to not be comfortable with the idea of me pursuing architecture because he told me I could not work hard enough for it. Okay. And that's kind of, it's really funny because that made me decide that I wanted to take up oh architecture. <laughs> because this is, is this, so this is basically a revenge art. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's something I've been regretting ever since because I was like, no, how dare another person tell me I could not work hard enough. So I was oh like, I will absolutely 
pursue architecture this is going to be an inter- good. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting conversation <laughs> well i hope uh, so yeah so what i find interesting from that is you going to a career counselor because more and more i'm seeing people doing that yeah recently i I've, i've like heard heard about like friends and just like juniors essentially who have gone to a career counselor and it has helped them as well so it's it's quite interesting to see that like you also went there and I mean, you took it as a challenge to do architecture, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Still. For a person who had nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, but so that's interesting. You had science, and then um, you, I'm, I'm sure you like went through your boards and did all that, and yeah, around that time you decided that you wanted to go for architecture. What did you do then? How was, uh, what's like the process for getting a college? What kind of exams do you have to take? That sort of thing. Yeah. So then I started looking into what kind of entrance exams I needed. So there was one called JE Mains 2, which no one really knows about. Like JE Mains 1 is the yeah, I, IIT this engine. The, <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> exactly. And it used to piss me off that no one else knew about it. And then there was one called NATA. So, um, yeah, like it was basically you have to decide if you want to go into a private college or a public college, like a government college. So NATA is one you mainly choose for a private college, which is what I did. I mean, you okay. have to give both of them. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Two separate exams. for Yeah. Like, oh, These are the only two important exams. Okay. Yeah. And what's like prep for these? Like, yeah. what do you have to study? So I actually joined classes for it. So like just like you do for other like engineering colleges i did take up like three or four months of classes so this for was it. after you finished with 12th grade no i started it during 12th okay. i used to go on the weekends so it's a lot about because architecture you start looking a lot into perspectives and drawing and your other skills and as well as science and math because you do need all of that for architecture as well so i used to go on the weekends pretty much every weekend i used to go and what is this what is this exam like as in what like does do you remember what sections it has for example right so there's like an english section there's a math section uh, i mean not sections but like uh, yeah and then there's just one about your visual skills and visual abilities right right right. so yeah like how do you prep for this i mean something like <laughs> what was the what were these coaching classes like yeah i mean like a lot of them were just about like uh realist sketching and like a lot of it was uh an emphasis on uh perspectives in architecture right so to be able to visually like uh, understand how a building works what looks good in a building and how you might be able to translate that into a sketch or a that that's pretty uh, interesting i mean you must have some I don't know, talent beforehand <laughs> to actually crack this exam? So I don't know about talent, but I was interested and in I'm sure I'm not terrible when it comes to sketching and right. all of that. So I think I like to believe I have some kind of an aptitude for it. That's, that's so, interesting. I mean, for anybody wanting to pursue this, yeah. uh, if, you, if you're like inclined towards drawing or if you like do doodles or mm. whatnot, then you know that this is something you can try for. And uh, maybe the rest of the yeah. conversation helps you further deciding if yes. you want to. Um, but so, uh, so you prepared for this exam. Yeah. And um, then you took it. Yeah. So now like once I did get into college, so that's what it was about that w- my first couple of days, everyone was discussing how come they chose architecture and how come they were interested in it. So nearly everyone had the answer that these were the people who were interested in both science and arts. And that's architecture seemed to be the perfect balance between both of them wow okay yeah so that's i've never thought about it that way i mean (laughs) so i do think about this the concept of like arts and science being combined because 
in a lot of ways mathematics is the same like mm-hmm. there's this huge debate is maths a science right um yeah. because while there are some analytical things you have to do while you're like if, if you're a mathematician but then a lot of it is uh, like there's beauty in mm-hmm. maths that right, is talked right. about uh where you if you're working on like a problem or a solution mm-hmm. you have to have some kind of creative uh instinct to mm-hmm. solve it yeah um so i haven't heard architecture about architecture in that light but it's quite interesting to find that out mm-hmm. and like you said um most of your batch was like yeah, this yeah most of them had that opinion no one was like yeah, i want to get into architecture because i love buildings <laughs> <laughs> that would is... that would have been an interesting answer <laughs> which would have been the ideal answer but no that's not the yeah, case yeah that that's the answer i thought people would <laughs> give like a class of 50 all people yeah, who love buildings 120 kids nope <laughs> yeah we just love buildings <laughs> so but that's interesting that every people from different backgrounds are coming into the stream and uh, trying to see if they like it and then yeah. I, i'm guessing people go in very different directions after the course as well yeah even uh, at the very beginning we were warned that only about like 30 40% of students actually pursue architecture and most of them end up going in very different directions because it's just really not for everyone right. i mean because in your course it's not like you just learn about architecture there is a way like a number of different subjects you learn about which kind of push you towards different things you never would have thought were for you So, right yeah I, this sort of is a good segue into uh, talking about just generally what the course structure was like and what were your professors like so this is something i'm genuinely curious about because i don't know yeah. uh what kind of things do you study in like ar- an architecture course i mean if you had if you can name like two or three courses for example or like papers right so yeah like uh, coming into college which is a huge cultural change because now you don't sit in classrooms anymore you sit in studios there's like large rooms where everyone right, has a lot right. of space and so you start off studying subjects like architectural design where you basically learn like in the first semester for example you learn about like the dimensions of a typical human body and what kind of spaces what size of spaces you need to uh, design for then you learn something called architectural drawing right about yeah like about how to translate your ideas and creativity into a space and how to kind of reflect that on a sheet of paper such that it speaks to another person speaks to another architect or another wow. designer so that's like um, this you must be practicing a lot because it's a lot of like drawing work yes it was it was a difficult period because it's also where you learn how to speak another language it's just like another language where you're yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure like it's it's not something you've ever done exactly and you're sort of thrown into a deep end and yes definitely you figure things out on your own so apart from like like for example where you to draw uh, what kind of theoretical stuff yeah. that you're engaging and, in and then there's like generally stuff like history of architecture because it's understood that you have to know where architecture came from to know where you maybe want to make it go right right and a that, lot that of that sounds reasonable <laughs> yeah sounds uh, relevant yes and generally about theory of architecture how to speak about architecture a lot about how you should be able to sell to clients so how you should be able to phrase your sentences phrase Wow so like I'm, I'm <laughs> very douchey stuff <laughs> I mean it's important if you want to make it in yes, the Yes it's very important yes I'm kidding but yeah. 
it, yeah, it's also douchey. But uh, <laughs> any kind of professionalism is douchey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but what I find interesting there is, so were you doing a lot of like practice pitching and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, so like the largest part, like when I mentioned cultural change, the largest part of architecture was, so architecture design studios were the biggest part of it. And what it really uh, consisted of was you make a design and in front of your entire class, you are selling your design. And the thing is like, you will have to really fight for it your teachers will tell you what's wrong with your design they will try to right, put so you down this is like basically like a critique session I'm critique imagine. session exactly that's what they're called <laughs> yeah 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 i know this because i have friends doing design Achha. it's really similar yeah oh is it which i find fascinating because mm-hmm. for sure yeah it, i've heard it, it, that's quite exciting yeah, that it's called like, a crit session and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a 30 40 minute where you're just like telling other people you're t- asking them to believe in your design yeah that's, that's exactly valid. that's exactly yeah. like what design students do yeah it's just uh, grueling yeah they're, they're not and when you but when you do get a good crit it feels good is what i've heard huh, but it's like painful and at the point is it seems arbitrary at best because when it comes to design and arts yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's subjective it's very subjective yeah i i i can imagine <laughs> um i mean i've defined it designs with like yeah. employers <laughs> So exactly I can, you know I what know i mean, what, mean. Uh, what about like generally professors and like the the college i know this small nugget of information because we've talked in the yes. past that you had like a 3d printer in your college yes <laughs> which was like really cool to find out i mean that's not something we really used at the time even though i did use it later yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, I mean that's something i haven't done yeah so but huh like the culture like other than that like generally it was really laid back the teachers were all very approachable very nice amazing to talk to i mean because they're all already in the field and it's like it's not that teaching is their main main profession they're already architects and they have their projects and teaching is their side project so you know like they already know about the field so they're able to give you really valuable advice and critiques. I, I like how you put that that teaching is their side project yeah <laughs> i think that's a very interesting way to look at it um cool so so what else then in terms of the college experience so you had classes you were doing a lot of crit sessions Mm -hmm. you were preparing work you were presenting it yeah getting feedback reiterating then i'm sure there was like a final project yeah i'm sure there was some kind of jury (laughs) exactly yes like every semester then like all of it culminates into a jury where you're like again defending your project with your full force yeah <laughs> yeah and, apart from that uh, and um, hmm. and also like it also involved a lot of model making and like so it's like what i've already mentioned architectural drawing where you show it on a sheet of paper maybe and then you also have to obviously start showing it in the 3d perspective that relates to your nata perspective uh, so uh, you, you're also like i'm sure learning all these softwares i don't know if AutoCAD is yes. that what people yeah. use? Uh, I mean, I've heard engineers talk about it, yeah. uh, and my dad. But uh, yeah, I have no no experience with AutoCAD. But that's something you learn. Yeah. So like, uh, our college didn't really teach it that much. But yeah, like you're not expected to continue working with paper because now we have all of these new technologies to work with. So AutoCAD is your most basic, obvious. Uh, uh, of software and then you have right. stuff like uh, SketchUp and you have Rhino and all of these are really important, very relevant and honestly really fun softwares that you, that you can get started with. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like a nice skill to have generally also because 
I have been wanting to pick up at least one like architecture software <laughs> so, because I want to like design my room. Right. I think I've spoken to you about yep, this before. <laughs> yeah, so I I should get to that. It's just that I have too many side projects right now. <laughs> uh, but I do want to like learn something so that it's like a nice skill where you can just like yeah. design your own room. Yeah, it's it's like this part of architecture is the one that spoke to me the most because it's something that I felt comes naturally to me more so than the rest of them. Right, right, right. That that's that's cool. Um so uh, one thing I want to talk about is also what was the college exp- like curriculum or like the structure doing to uh with like providing you work experience in a way so I mean internships or uh I mean did you go like on field trips or something like that Yeah so like uh, every year we would have these study trips because it's understood that to learn about architecture and to be able to make good architecture you need to have experience you need to have a lot of exposure so every year we would go on one trip as a whole every class Every year that's so fantastic Yeah it used to be <laughs> so much fun so I'm sure everybody was looking forward to yes, it Yes absolutely so we would like in our first year we went to Gujarat so you study the history of the place you study about how the architecture came to be the evolution of the place Uh, so we play, went to places like mumbai and um, so in my second year i actually went to japan with my what <laughs> japan yes that's, i went to japan that's, we're going to dive deep into that in a second uh-huh. but like so you said gujarat in yeah. like first year then yeah. mumbai mumbai a lot of people went to chandigarh and shimla i didn't go to that one okay so you can also choose not to go yeah okay no not really i went to japan so oh <laughs> is there like i mean was there like a like some people got to go to japan yeah you get to pick of course if you want to <laughs> go so to cool. japan um okay so let's let's just talk about japan then what was yeah. that like that oh, must have been yeah that was revolutionary for me i it changed my entire perspective on architecture i mean what i'd been studying in college so far was all right i mean i was into it but i didn't really believe in it i didn't really understand why we were being so douchey about it as i mentioned right right <laughs> but japan i really got to experience good architecture i got to experience good public spaces like a good kind of like a scale of architecture if that makes any sense yeah it does <laughs> so yeah it was very interesting because the, the way things work over there the way they function over there was very different from anything i've seen in india the dependence like the way they work with they integrated with technology and how they kind of bring all of it together you really feel at home like i was there for nearly 2 weeks and it felt like home i want to talk about like public spaces mm-hmm. and also technology uh what do you mean by the way to design public spaces do you have any examples you want to give yeah i mean like the best and the worst i can do is compare it with india and how you don't really at least I as a woman don't feel comfortable in India. Right. And there's no really pla- like if I'm walking somewhere I just know that I'm going some place I have a destination to reach and I'm not really enjoying my surroundings I'm just waiting to get past it. Right. But in Japan I remember we would leave for these long walks even during the night time and we would just be very comfortable we would feel safe and at home because there's art installations on your walk like we went to tokyo so there's art installations there seating plenty of public seating a lot of accessible places plenty of grocery stores that you can just like wow. pop into just a very very wholesome <laughs> comfortable experience yeah. no i mean that makes complete sense uh, that's, that's a lot of public parks like yeah, yeah. i've never really thought about like architecture making you feel comfortable yes especially like yeah that's what city architecture is supposed to be about i mean we're taught especially in college just to look at a building and how it functions 
on the inside but it's really important how it functions on the outside the people who are not inside but like walking through the city or passing through the city are they comfortable are they yeah, it is in a way safe? it is every building is in a way art i mean <laughs> not all of them that's what we like to believe <laughs> yeah, i mean sure we live in a, a concrete jungle as they call it yes. but i'm sure a place like japan pay like sort of they pay attention yes. to doing things well especially given that uh, it's a very it's a place with like rich culture mm-hmm. and people actually are cognizant about such things yeah. um that that's super interesting what about uh, technology because like i am curious what are some like things i mean one or two things that you when you used something or like interacted with this technology you were like why have we not thought about this <laughs> or something along those lines Yeah I mean the thing is like I don't think I realized or really appreciate at the time that the technology was a really big part of the Japanese culture because I mean we had these foreign numbers and I couldn't really access like I couldn't call people when I was uh, kind of uh, just walking on my own right. but internet was available freely like public transport was very very accessible There's like this um I know this because I've seen this on like a vlogger I follow who went mm-hmm. to I mean I shouldn't call him a vlogger he's a Pokemon Go uh, <laughs> YouTuber and he went to Japan for like uh some event there um and there's like this some kind of metro pass thing yes which you have, you can get and then you can Yeah you can it. use it for a day like there's day passes and Yeah and then you can also use it uh to I don't know uh, buy stuff and like submit your things and like store them in like a station yeah it's like, like the best way like i cannot get into specifics but the best way to describe it is that everything is integrated so if like you have right. a pass like that huh, is like, a very good way to describe exactly it. it's like a good word integrated because yeah like your transportation your storage if you're a foreigner your like you're using convenience stores and buying stuff all of it can be done with just one and i think it's integrated because it's been well thought about yes which is yeah you do need a good technological base for that yeah that that's super interesting as like somebody who's now studied architecture you i'm sure you see stuff around and you get annoyed by it at times so like do you have any pet peeves <laughs> uh, about like just architecture things oh, that like, you see yeah, around oh like yeah being in architecture uh, yeah so like for example my college was in gurgaon and so right. i've basically lived there for 5 years now yeah and that entire time i have been so annoyed with the architecture of gurgaon because uh, i myself i am a pedestrian at heart i do not believe in vehicles i love walking to places i will walk all day if i need to get where i want to i mean Yeah so I mean within reason within reason I will not kill myself together <laughs> Yes So yeah I mean there's no footpaths there's no public dustbins there's no public spaces I would feel uncomfortable and unsafe the whole time there's bathtubs on the there sidewalk bathtubs if, if that makes any sense to okay. you <laughs> if that's even imaginable but yes it exists and yeah what is I mean, the purpose there is no purpose that is gurgaon that is gurgaon you my friend Oh my god and then okay. like the biggest like This is stuff that you face um, every day, but then there's just this corporate side to Gurgaon, which is all tall buildings, tall fancy glass buildings, which make no sense for a country of our climate. So it's just you just imagine like thirty, forty story high glass buildings, which are probably just having their air conditioners on running inside all day long. Yeah. So you really that's why I've just it hurts me because I've always been interested in sustainable architecture and. 
when it's that obvious a solution just don't put glass everywhere where you have sunlight coming yeah, in every day just to make it look aesthetically pleasing yeah just to achieve an international design so that you fit in with the rest of the world which you still not doing because you're not very good at it gurgaon yeah <laughs> and that's that's yeah that's and i've never thought about it that way um yeah, so that's something that would really get to me every single day cool um i think next i want to this is something i am personally curious about so you've at this point in your third year i'm imagining you you've been to japan mm-hmm. you've come back to college mm-hmm. i'm sure at this point you've started to think about uh, what can i do next or yeah. like in terms of you have a, a better understanding of what the architectural space looks like in terms of a profession mm-hmm. what kind of peop stuff i mean the people who do actually end up doing architecture what kind of stuff do they end up doing after college like uh, what kind of jobs is it like design where there are like design studios you can join where you'd be doing like contractual work or like work for a client or Uh, do people even do like independent practices what right. kind of things have you heard about yeah so actually there's a lot of different things people get into one of the subjects i failed to mention earlier was building construction about the details of how building is actually made like you have your brick and mortar and your dimensions and how wide your doors are and how right. you work with like the plumbing system and the electrical system wow so yeah. um after your third year you're kind of expected to like um start working on your portfolio which you require to start applying for jobs right so because one of your semesters is an internship semester where you're supposed to work for another office or firm so in terms of like portfolio what what does this look like i mean if you had to give me yeah. what, what what did your portfolio look like what kind of stuff do you put in it right so because every semester we work on a different architectural project so one was a small residential house one could be a hospital or a hotel or a school wow. I mean, so you compile yeah. all of those damn i should do architecture <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean at, like at the least it was very interesting it was beautiful it was a good time even though i have many regrets <laughs> yeah, i will come to those i'm 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 kidding yeah so you have all of that and then you then the important section is the building construction bit where you need to start knowing how your building is made because as an architect you're supposed to be able to manage your electrician your plumber your contractors dealing with the people who are providing with providing you with the materials and your client like how to speak to your client how to convince your client to do certain things or yeah. no maybe not as manipulative but uh, <laughs> but so okay so speaking about like working in the architectural space what kind of uh, you were mentioning uh, the internship semester yes. what did you end up doing in so this so i actually uh, ended up like um, so because i was bit interest because uh, so far i realized maybe i was not meant for architecture maybe so i actually applied and you were beginning to yeah sort consider of... other fields maybe right okay yeah so i ended up applying or like going to houston there's this firm in houston stoa okay so i went there because i felt like maybe it's india that's not suiting me or maybe it's the kind of work culture you right, have right that makes here. sense yeah so that actually ended up being very interesting i realized that i really enjoyed their work ethic and they were a firm that produced a lot of commercial architecture what do you mean by commercial so like i mean a examples? lot of uh, like i mean more like hospitals or old age homes oh okay yeah i mean even though personally i think residential architecture suited me much more what were, so when you went to america and worked here what were the i mean differences that you saw given your prior experience yeah. or when you say that they had good work ethic uh, what what do you mean by that um so when i say like i they had a good work ethic i mean 
बिकॉज आई फेल लाइक सो फार आई मैंशन दैट एवरीथिंग इन माई कॉलेज एक्सपीरियंस सीम्ड वेरी आबिटरी Your designs and the creative you got on your designs seem very arbitrary. The way I'm interpreting arbitrary is like contextless in a way. Yeah, like I you're mean, just doing things as like in a for a curriculum. Yeah, I mean that's there, but like I mean we were always pushed to suit our curriculum and literally pay attention to the context for sure. Like we were pushed to that, but at the same time when you're receiving your crits from your teachers or guides, it felt like it was arbitrary because they were just supposed to give you those crits, so they had to come up with something, something that bugged me a lot. Okay. And once I went there uh, to Houston, I realized it didn't really have to be so difficult or so convoluted. It could just be about your basic requirements and making design to fulfill those requirements. So, a that is something I really enjoyed about how it was a very linear line. I mean, even though design is not always very linear. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing, <laughs> which is funny but very different from India, something I think everyone can kind of understand is about the legalities of architecture, about how there were building codes and a very very a lot of emphasis on your building codes and being completely legal in what you do i mean okay so you basically saying that it was more ethical than you were saying very like yeah very much so yeah, like I mean, it makes sense yes yeah, yeah. something like we weren't even taught over here but over there i really like it really opened my eyes to how much you have to look at because you have to look at fire safety and you have to look at where you're getting your materials from and how are they sustainable or not and so are they following those sustainable goals are they um, fulfilling or disability requirements and yeah stuff like that very that's very that's fascinating i mean something i'd never even we've never even been mentioned like we've mentioned, been yeah. like it's been mentioned i don't want to be that harsh but something that's not been a focus in india in my education yeah it can, it can be it's a there's a difference between it being mentioned in a book or like by a professor and you actually seeing it in action exactly. and participating in that yeah. sort of activity uh yeah that, that makes complete sense and so houston seems like a pretty good experience and so when you came so when you came back um that's i guess you came back recently yeah how how much time has it been it's almost uh, it's been 6 months or something right yeah. right right so when you came back you had some portion of your college left yeah. right yeah so i had my last semester left which was like a thesis semester where we were supposed to find something that we resonated with oh I, tell me more about this what did you work on <laughs> yeah so i've always been interested in affordable architecture and green architecture because i feel like in india that's basically the biggest part about how people don't really have buildings to live in so right. how can i go about designing malls and hospitals and hotels when i know that people don't really have the basic requirements so has the this is uh, has the conversation around sustainable and green architecture uh have, are you seeing like more of it happening in india yes. from like your exposure to so this? i do see it happening in india and i see it all around me like a lot of my uh, peers were also interested in green architecture but i think the problem uh, takes place when i mean a lot of like the developers decide that it's not feasible for them or profitable for them right so things just don't end Which up it's not today. the point exactly <laughs> it's it's just painful to be honest Yeah and and I guess at some point you have to see what your beliefs are and if you can even work in a space mm-hmm. uh where things are happening yeah. like this. So I was just wondering I mean you know like Indian culture it's uh, at least the way construction is done I'm talking about a lot of like government yeah. projects I don't know what the private space is like yeah. but a lot of it is uh they essentially wing it 
and <laughs> they like what we call jugaad exactly. I mean, i'm sure there's a lot of it that's like so indian it's very yeah it's it inherent in the culture <laughs> yeah it creeps up i'm sure in, in when you do such projects mm-hmm. and do you think that's one of the reasons why uh, there is no like like you mentioned in houston there's like structure to everything yeah. what is happening yeah and do you think that's the reason why in india uh, this these practices aren't being sort of put in place because people are just winging it essentially um yeah so that's kind of what i was getting at about how everything is about whether it's profitable or not because architecture i mean the industry just requires a lot of money and so everyone's kind of in it for themselves right. and that's not something i wanted i mean i've been like all, like in my semesters i've been trying to study slum development and affordable architecture and green architecture but it's kind of not very hopeful because i mean i could struggle with it but i don't see a lot of places working towards it right and that's kind of made me kind of feel like a jaded old person at architecture who has started looking into other fields because i don't want to deal with all of that i cannot deal with like the commercial aspect of architecture i'm more interested in residential architecture or just architecture that helps people really and that is thought to be like we've always been taught that that's the point of architecture to solve problems to give people spaces that they don't even know that they need it and something that makes them feel at home is really comfortable and pushes them to be better yeah i think you're spot on and i mean it's kind of sad that there isn't a space in india that at least you and i are aware of where you can actually engage in such work and uh, work on things that you want to work on which brings me to my next question as in what is up with you nowadays <laughs> and since you finished this uh, course 5 year marathon <laughs> and you you're in you're in a place where you're sort of thinking about what you want to do next um and you also have experience from Houston and you know what kind of uh, shit goes down in India uh what what are you thinking about these days uh, do you have anything you want to switch to or yeah just just talk about that a little yeah i mean like i feel like my five years i mean although i sound like i didn't really love them but i feel like i grew a lot as a person i learned so much and i love architecture and i wish i could stay in this field i will still try but like the software bit i mentioned before about like artsy stuff like we then we did end up learning photoshop and illustrator and all of that right and i feel like that is something i really connected with something i really enjoyed something that came naturally to me and something i want to pursue so it led me to think of maybe pursuing uh, graphic designing or like just go, you mean going to the design community yes, in a way yes yes because architecture is also a design community with a lot of practical sides yeah which is it. i guess one of my biggest takeaways it yeah. is essentially designed for buildings so you want to go into the design community that's that's pretty cool you should listen to the episode i did with gyan <laughs> which was yes. about design yeah i've been meaning to yeah yeah there is a couple of things i mean that like as i mentioned i'm still conflicted i do want to pursue architecture But I'm thinking of maybe taking a break, pursuing designing and graphic designing, maybe. Yeah, and sort of grow into grow that. into it. Maybe develop some other skills while I'm at it, and then maybe I can always jump right back into it. Yeah, I'm sure because like I am a firm believer that whatever you learn never goes to waste. Exactly. Yeah. So and yeah, no time is wasted. It's just yeah, <laughs> you just you it it crops up in places you don't even know it will, and uh, I'm sure that you'll be using what you learned in these five years. in your design practice and it's and i think versa. yeah exactly and i think it will be interesting for you as you go on in your career and 
you'll be able to think in a very different way yeah. than most designers because you'll have this experience coming from architecture which i think we yeah. should definitely do a part 2 of this <laughs> uh sometime uh maybe like i don't know off off record but like i'd be interested to know how that the, the the two disciplines are sort of combining in your in the work that you're yeah, doing and i'd like to point out how funny it is because earlier i mentioned about how my career counselor advised me to get into graphic designing and i looked down upon oh it oh my god he was right <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay if only i had been less egoistical i could have <laughs> Damn. not pick the architecture but i still like to believe that whatever i did in my five years has led me like made me come to this point where i can appreciate all of these fields much more yeah and, and you got and you got to go to japan yeah <laughs> i i think that made it cool i guess we're we're almost done um i want to quickly now talk about one of the most important sections which is just generally what would your advice be for i don't know people who want to do architecture Uh, or are already like i don't know maybe in their architecture course and just generally from your experience of studying it in india what are your takeaways and things that you would like to say to such a person you mean so like when i was uh, getting into it i was advised by everyone i knew like and especially everyone who was already uh, acquainted with that field to only go ahead with it if you're certain if it's something you always wanted to do as a child to only go ahead with architecture if you really really want to and that's something i never really took into consideration i was like i want to do this so i shall be doing this yeah 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 so a that is one of it but then if you're in it if you're still in it a if you're still in your first or second year get out if you can <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but other than that i mean it's a beautiful field and the best way to go on with it is to just deep dive into it love everything about it embrace it and just so when you say i find this like i have this big problem with like careers in general i know how can you know you want to do something exactly mom like that's my issue i mean especially when it's a five year field like i mean like i mentioned my dear friends had three years of college and you would expect that the first two years were where you get to try on different majors and i mean that's how it is outside that's not yeah I mean, and it, it is coming here though in india yeah i recently so like I, I, this is I guess coming up in every episode at this point <laughs> but like you know Ashoka uh-huh. and oh, yeah. and also like OP Jindal yeah. there these two colleges mm-hmm. um I don't know what your opinions about those colleges are <laughs> but like at least their curriculum is quite interesting because they do offer you to right. not declare your major till the yeah. second year yeah and so that's something I wish I would have had the opportunity to do because as soon as my second year ended I was sure that this is not something I want to pursue and now that i've completed 5 years of it yes i do say i want to stay but given the option earlier i would not have and yeah and that that's logical i mean for a 5 year field 5 years is a lot of investment yeah 5 years is a lot of investment and then like right now i'm still asked by everyone i know if i'm getting into i'm going to start with my masters oh my god <laughs> and 7 years of architecture now thank you i cannot you imagine must, that like it's almost like if like you for doctors yeah it's also like a long but at least they're appreciated in the community <laughs> yeah true so just to wrap this section up so you would say that if go into architecture and if in the first couple of years you feel like this is not something you want to do then consider dropping 
yeah a lot of people did actually like at least 20 kids of my 120 wow yeah. okay after like a couple of years after a year and after two years at least a couple of kids dropped out which is considered insane in indian culture It where is. you're wasting time yeah, yeah, by yeah. not studying but like you're not you're you're doing the right thing yes awesome and finally we are at our recurring segment of each episode which is recommendations uh so tell me mega what have you read any i mean any books that you've read recently or just generally uh impactful books that you've read yeah so there's two books by my favorite author malcolm gladwell so one of them is blink and the other one is the tipping point what do you, why do you like them and like what if i had to read them what would i get out of them yeah it's just that they these talk about people in general how they work how people work what makes them do the things they want to do how they make decisions and everyday decisions and this just been of a lot of interest to me because it shows you how society works and how why things happen the way they do awesome i'm definitely going to like link those in the show notes for people who might want to check this out uh what about what about podcast cuz you're on a podcast <laughs> uh do you have any that you've listened to yeah so there's one that i've been following this entire year it's called design matters with debbie mulman it's of interest to me because basically every episode she gets on a different person a different designer and they just talk about their experience and their entire journey through the world of design so this is like all kinds of design i'm imagining or yeah exactly Awesome this this is great I think yeah that's that that's those are some great recommendations for people listening to this um yeah I think that's about it we can wrap up thank you Awesome thank you so much for doing this um some thank really you. really interesting things from the conversation and yeah just thank you so much for coming on Of course thank you for having me once again